Happy Thursday, everyone. This is the Insider Sports Podcast. Once again, I am your host. Welcome to this Thursday episode. Right now, it is 7.05 p.m. Thursday night. So, some news um, across the... We've got a lot of stuff to talk about, including the head coaching. A lot of head coaching news and stuff like that. That we haven't yet to spoke about yesterday. So that's what we are going to talk about today. In fact, um, let's get started with that right now. So the head coaches in the team, um, they have hired Adam Gase. The Jets have hired Gase um, as their new head coach. And I've heard a lot of different... I've heard a lot of different stories. I've heard a lot of different people say different things. Like some people have told, have said they don't like the hire. Some people have said they do like the hire. And I will get into what, um, what I think about this scenario in just a little bit. But for right now, let's talk about the different head coaches and their hirings. And I will give you a, um... I will give you a my opinion on this on this um so so the first one that was hired out of all um Okay, so, um, so according to, um, so according, these were all happened so far. The only teams that do not have a coach is right now the Cincinnati Bengals are without Marvin. They do not have Marvin Lewis under their belt anymore. And same thing with the Dolphins, who... Fired Adam Gase for a particular reason, and then the Jets just hire him. So that's why people just thought it was a terrible hire. But I'm gonna get into that in a little bit. But for right now, let's look at the court. Um, the Arizona Cardinals with the hiring of USC offensive coordinator Cliff Kingsbury. Um, the most surprising was the. Um, the f- most surprising fire to me was on the Arizona side with Steve Wilkes being fired because how could you fire someone after one year what and he had so much injuries you he, it's not his fault any other coach uh Bruce Arians um anyone that was hired i mean maybe some coaches like Bill Belichick Sean Payton um, and the other obvi- obvious names that might be able to turn that team around if they did. But there were a lot of injuries on that. Um, a lot of injuries on that 2018 Cardinals team. So why why they fired him after one year, I don't know. They should, in my opinion, they should not have fired him after one year. One and done deal. I I don't just don't understand. Um, so... Nick Saban, uh, Alabama's head coach, by the way, he was out, um, who was out coached, I believe, in the national championship. Um, by the way, Clemson 
one if you don't know. If any of you don't know by now, um, whatchamacallit? If you don't know by now, if you don't know by now. Um, so, anyway, so, if you don't know by now, that game was over, and I think Saban was out-coached 100%. Definitely looked out-coached. Um, so yeah, definitely did look out-coached in that game. Definitely, 100% did. And now, my thing is, why why someone would fire um, Wilkes, like I said before, why someone would fire him, I don't know. Should they have fired him? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think he deserved to be fired after one year. And any team would be, I think any team would be silly. I don't know if any team will this year. But I, I think a team could really use Wilkes as an de- offensive and defensive coordinator, to be honest with you. I do. I really do. I think that he can be definitely be an offensive or defensive coordinator. Do I know definitely that he will? No. Um, Let's go to the NFL. Let's talk. So that's the one head coaching hire, Bruce Arians. Um, Bruce Arians. Um, he did. He ended up. Um, so they, it was kind of Bruce Arians. He came out of retirement with what team? He went to coming soon. Uh, I'm gonna say that in a little bit, but right now, I'm just gonna keep going on the Kingsbury hire. Um, so right now, for me, I honestly think that uh, the King. I don't know if I definitely like the Kingsbury hire. Um, I mean, it could work out for them, but you know, he was obviously um, he. Um, Kingsbury um, got fired from Texas Tech, and then um, he got hired at USC, um, and then and then obviously now he's in the NFL with the Cardinals. Now I don't know how I don't know how I don't think he'll do better than Wilkes did. I I actually have a lot of respect for Wilkes. I think he should still be the coach, and I don't. And to be honest with you, I don't know how I. None of um, Kingsbury doesn't wow me as a head coach. I would have went. I don't know if they did. Inter- I don't know. If, I don't think they did interview him. But um, the, I think the Cardinals should have went a definitely better route. One uh, getting one of Jim Caldwell, 
getting Adam Gase since they had the chance to. I think Adam Gase would have been a nice fit with um, with the Cardinals. Uh, Mike McCarthy, who I'm going to talk about also in a minute. Um, who else? They they could have. I know they might be. They could have waited on Harbaugh. See if he's out of the. Um, but who knows? So now we are going to um, Cleveland Browns. In they thought McCarthy was an option for them. Um, already he was an option for them. Um, but that didn't go through, and and they decided to hire their offensive coordinator, Freddie Kitchens, which I, I thought that was a good signing. That was one of my, that was, out of so far, out of the ones that I, um, out of the, all the signings, that was probably one of my favorites that I thought was the best hire, because, listen to the, uh, Kitchens had, um, only two months of coordinator level at college or pro under his belt, but the two months that he did were one of the best two months. Um, over the course of eight games, when Mayfield came in for Taylor, um, a first-year protect to an offensive rookie of the year front runner, and the difference um, between Mayfield's output under Kitchens and former offensive coordinator Todd Haley, Baker Mayfield. Um, this is Baker Mayfield. Um, after. Before and after Hugh Jackson's firing. Uh, under Haley, six games, 58.3 completion percentage, um, 245 yards per game, touchdowns a game, 1.3. He averaged an interception per game, uh, one. QB rating, a 78.9. A sack per game, uh, 3.3. Yards per attempt, 6.6. And Brown's point per game, 21.7. Under Kitchens as the head coach, um, he had eight games, 68.44, so that his completion percentage went up. His yards per game went up. His touchdowns per game went up by almost a touch by a touchdown, 2.4. Interceptions per game stayed the same, okay. But his QB rating went up from a 78.9 to a 106.2. In that short of a stint, that short of he had sacks per game point six, point six, uh, sacks per game. Now I now that is going to be a good Browns team in a couple of years, especially under Kitchens. That is definitely going to be a great team, uh, not a great. I wouldn't say great. I'm kind of over, but it's going to be a good team under Kitchens, definitely, especially with Mayfield. And I'm sure he's definitely happy about it because it was not working with Jackson. Obviously, he need to he needed to go two seasons ago. Anyway, yards per attempt went up from six point six to eight point five, and Browns points per game went up from twenty one to twenty three. Denver Brown moving on. Um, the they on sports Super Bowl Nation they gave that hiring a C plus. Um, why? Is because they and I'm gonna also give I'm gonna give you the Super Bowl Nations grades and I'm gonna give my grades 
uh, grade a C plus. There's no denying Kingsbury's success with the passing offenses, but that was at Texas Tech. Um, and obviously, I and I agree with Super Bowl Nation here. I don't think that it's much of a great hiring. I would probably give it a, a D. I would probably give it a, a C minus, a D or a C minus at most. I really don't see anything of a great hiring in that. Not, I don't see why they... I mean, who knows? I could, you know, people are wrong a lot of the times. And it, good for me if I'm wrong. Good for me if the Cardinals go out and they um, make a playoff run. I don't think any Cardinals fans are expecting them to make the playoffs in one year under Kingsbury. I don't think the ownership of the Cardinals is expecting that out of Kingsbury to make it in one year. That they do expect, though, is maybe in three or four years, maybe that's what will maybe that's what he'll do because I don't think they'll expect him to do it in one year I don't in two years or three years maybe they will and maybe it would be nice to see the Cardinals in the playoffs for once and not the same exact teams Saints Bear Saints Cardin uh not Cardinals uh Patriots um uh, Rams and blah 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 the old the teams that are usually in the playoffs every single year I'd like to see a new team in there next um, in a couple of years, and I hope that Kingsbury and the Cardinals prove me wrong. Um, so I'm gonna give that one the Freddie Kitchens one. I'm giving that an A. Um, they give that an A minus. Um, you gotta give it handed to the Browns. They saw what way they saw that Kitchens. Uh, they didn't want to hire McCarthy, who was obviously he does have a Super Bowl under his belt. And yes, you could also argue that hiring Kitchens, he has no, he has, McCarthy has had coaching experience. But McCarthy, I'm a big fan of McCarthy. Listen, I am a Packers fan. I'm partly, I'm a little bit of both. I root, <laughs> um, listen, I like McCarthy. I respect him as a head coach. But I think that the Browns went with the right move with Kitchens because he has such a good relationship with Mayfield. And it's so important in this day, to this day in the NFL, that if when you do have a good relationship with them, um, so he doesn't. He obviously lacks the experience, but when it's turning Mayfield into a rookie of the almost a, a rookie of the year candidate, um, and a uh, a rookie of the year candidate, or. And maybe even next year, he um, maybe he could be a better even in the second year under Kitchens as the head coach now because he's not just the offensive coordinator; he's the head coach. So maybe he will be the one calling plays next. I don't I I don't know whether he um, was calling plays. I'm not really sure on that. Um, so I just need to uh, check on that. But any anyway. Um, so here is now, um, here is now the Denver Broncos are hiring Bears defensive coordinator Vic Fangio. I like that signing. Um, the Bears defense, the Bears defensive stats. Um, were um, remarkable. Obviously, they were one of the best defenses in the league, adding Mac. Um. Obviously, adding Mac was great for them. Um, so I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to. Di- I like that signing for them. 
But the thing is, he was a defensive coordinator, so he doesn't really have any prior knowledge. I mean, he does obviously have prior knowledge about offense. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but he doesn't. Um, he. I don't think that. I don't know whether he'll make an impact right away. I. I mean, he is a good. I. I could see that, but I don't see that as being the best. Um, the best uh, hiring. Um, so this podcast is going to be full of breaks during the breaks. Sometimes I will play like a sports video. It'll only at most be like two to three minutes, not much, just to keep the podcast running um, because we cannot stop it and go again. So we're usually just going to play and or maybe some music. Sometimes, you know, it, it all depends. Sometimes. Um, so we are going to look at this. Um, blah, 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 blah. So in the... Uh, the um, team stats, they had in the year, they had... Two, Defense and fumbles, um, they had a total of, I believe, um, interceptions, um, let me check on that, they had 27 interceptions, um, they had a total of 330 defensive yards, um, touchdowns, they had, um, Touchdowns, I believe they had one touchdown on the year. But they were a good defense, regardless of any of that. So, they had a good defense. And, um... Uh, they were definitely a good defense anyway. So, we are going to take a short break. Um, so... Here is the song. Here, uh, we'll be back in about three minutes. Here is the song um, that you heard in the beginning, and that will be our intro for the year. Um, Dirt to Dust by Jason Aldean. So, here it is. We'll be back in three minutes. give that to Jason Alden um so that was just a little short break I'm not very much I'm not I decided that I'm not going to do a lot of a short break but here we go here for the rest of this break um instead of doing music we're gonna listen to um listen to um 
listen to ESPN's Max Kellerman on um, who he thinks is the worst AFC QB left in playoffs. The answer may surprise you. It is a minute and 54 long video. I'm going to play that and that will be the break. And then we will be back right after this. There's an ad right now. Um, so. Got it. Got it. Let me just turn it off. So let's. So the while well, the ad goes on. Um, so the brown. So the Browns kitchen tire was my best one so far. Um, but we are gonna go over it back in a second after we hear this. After we hear this ad. Um, after we hear this. And um, the answer of the worst AFC QB may surprise you, to be honest. It surprised me. Um, and I did I agree? No. It was on, um, this was on First Take with Stephen A. Smith. Um, talking about the game, Chargers versus Patriots game. Um, so here we are. We'll be back in about two minutes. Is on Brady's shoulders. Uh -huh. The answer is less than ever before, but they need there to be more. They need more from Tom Brady at the precise moment where he's incapable of doing that. Now, you look at the Denver Broncos when they won with Peyton Manning. They won the whole thing with a quarterback who had nine touchdowns and 17 interceptions that season and wasn't good. But he was a smart, like a brilliant, game-managing a veteran quarterback, one of the all-time greats who didn't have it anymore, and they still won the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady's clearly better than Peyton Manning was then, and Tom Brady's always been a way better pressure player than Peyton Manning. But they were able to win that Super Bowl not because of Peyton Manning, but because Peyton Manning didn't get in the way of them winning the Super Bowl. The defense won it for them. That's not this Patriots defense. That's not this Patriots team. The Patriots are asking Tom Brady to do less than ever before because that's what he's capable of doing at this point in his career. To everyone who said, Max, you were wrong about the clip and da da da, is he an elite quarterback right now? Has he been this season? The answer is no. Really? Wait, is, where does he rank in the AFC? I'd say dead last among AFC quarterbacks yes. left in the playoffs. Yes, Max, do you trust him in clutch time in a playoff? I do. Game I, women? I, so that do. Doesn't matter. I do in the big moment, but you got to get to the big moment, and they're asking everyone else to carry Take the there. I'll hold deal on, with you on, on that on. later. Tom Brady is doing less, according to, there's a great article on Bleacher Report that goes into this. All the numbers are down for Tom Brady, not just on third down, all across the board, but in terms of the dinking and dunking passing, the, the yardage is shorter than ever. And he's not throwing into tight windows, by the way. Guys are wide open. So not only does he not have the offensive weapons he used to have, not only is the defense slower than it used to be, he's capable of much less, and I'll say this, of the remaining quarterbacks in the, in the AFC, he is dead last. I'd rather have Phil Rivers, I'd rather have Patrick Mahomes, I'd rather have Andrew Luck right now than Tom Brady. Okay, so that was it. Um, we are back here on the Sports Report podcast. Um, so that is Kellerman saying that Brady is the worst QB left in the AFC. That is including Luck right now. That is including Mahomes. Um, I, I don't de definitely disagree. Um, but I would say that I do in a way because I don't think that Luck... I don't think that Luck is better than Brady. In, he obviously, in his career, definitely not. 
And this year, I don't think so. Everyone's been going down on Brady very hard. They they just, I don't know what it is. Maybe they just don't like him. And I mean, I, so a lot of people don't because, you know, he's so good. He wins the whatever, blah, 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 every year. Well, that's that's tough, you know. Life is tough, you know. It's not... It's not always what you want, not always what you like, you know, not the outcome you always hope for. Well, well, I don't think he's better than Luck anyway. I think it is, I think Brady is better than Luck. I don't think Brady, Luck is better than him. People, um, I think that Luck, it, the list of AFC QBs left, I think it is the, um, I think it is the order of this is Brady. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I think Mahomes, Brady, Rivers, Luck, and here's why. Brady is so he may not. I know he was not good in the regular season. I understand that. Where because he, he was, I understand he wasn't good to the end of the season, but in the playoffs, he just has some way. To show up every single time. Every time in the playoffs he shows up. And I know the history of the Chiefs losing in the first... Losing, they don't, they can't win a playoff game. But I'm... Um, but speaking of that, here are my picks for this game. And um, so let's go to the NFL picks. Um, and then we will finish off on the um, head coaches. So uh, right now, the... Um, the Right on that one, Chiefs are favored in the five and a half. Um, so my picks are this. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. K Casey. I mean, Indianapolis. The the plus five and a half. Um, I think this. Let's talk about this game for a little bit because I think that I. Um, I don't think that. Indiana I don't think I'm not saying Indianapolis will win, but I'm taking Indianapolis on the five and five because I think it'll come down to um the Chiefs winning on a field goal. So I that's what I I don't think that it's gonna be def I don't think it's gonna be a touchdown win for the Chiefs. I think they're gonna have to fight hard in the end of the game, and then I think Bucker will kick a field goal with um kick a field goal with some time left uh, in the fourth quarter, and and then the Chiefs will win by three. So I'm taking Indianapolis five and a half. Um, the Cowboys Rams game. The Rams are favored by seven and a half. I'm also gonna take the Cowboys in this one. The plus seven. Um, I also don't think that the Rams are gonna beat the Cowboys by that much. Um. I think this one, I don't think this one will be a close game, but I just have a feeling that Dallas, you know, even on the away, even in the way I, I trust me, I'm a Giants fan, so, but I don't, but I honestly think, I gotta admit, the Cowboys have been playing well. They played well last week against the, um, Seahawks in the wild card round. Uh, they played well against the Giants week 17, that absolutely meant nothing, but they still played well in that game. Um, so I think, that the key to this cow the, for the Cowboys to win this game, or um, they need Elliott to do what he did last week. Get give him the ball, 
have Prescott run the ball. Prescott and Elliott, you need him to run the ball. You need to get the ball to Beasley. You need to get the ball to Gallup. You do, you need to have your stars get more than two or three receptions. So Prescott needs to get the ball to Beasley for more than four receptions. Get the ball to Cooper for more than four receptions. And even get the ball to Gallup for more than four receptions. You need to spread. You can't be going to Cooper because the Rams are coming in thinking, okay, Cooper has been good lately, so maybe we double-team him on some plays, or maybe we do zone, and, uh, you know. So they need, they're not, they're, their only option it can't be Cooper every play. It's got to be someplace Gallup. It's going to be someplace Beasley. It's going to be someplace Blake Jarwin or whatever tight end they have lined up. But it def, but they can't definitely rely on one receiver they're, you know, in order to win this game. You can't. You can't. So that I'm taking Dallas on the plus seven, but I have Rams winning. So let me put that here. I'm going to say Casey wins, but I'm going to take the Indy plus five and a half. Dallas plus seven and seven. Um, this is the Pick'em app. This is a new segment. Um, this is the Pick'em pick time where we're going to pick all of the, where I'm going to go through all of the games that aren't on so far. Um, well, actually, I am all that are on in the NFL, NHL games that are on right now. The and. In the NBA games that are on, and a look ahead to the uh, the MLB season, which I don't can't pick games right now, but a look ahead. Definitely a look ahead to to that. Um, so. Um, So I'm going to say for that one, the Rams win. Uh, what you hear right now is the printer. I'm sorry for that. I will try to let's just get past that. Um, um, so in the next game... I agree that I will take. Um, wait, wait, wait. I agree. I'm going to take in that game. Um, I'm gonna take say the Rams win, and I'm gonna. I'll even predict the the. Um, I'll even take. I'll even put the scores on there for you. Um, so. Here we are. We have uh, the Chiefs Colts game. I'm gonna say Casey wins. Um, 31-28. I'm gonna say the, but I'm taking the five and a half. The Dallas plus seven. The uh, this could change. So if it does change, and I might be doing a show, we might have another show tomorrow. Coming for you, but if we don't, then I will see what if it changes Saturday, then that will be the last change. Um, if it doesn't, if I don't have it, then this will be what I'm keeping. But the spreads could change over the weekend, um, and blah blah blah, whatever. Um, so I'm gonna say that the that the Chiefs win thirty one twenty eight. Um, Dallas, I'm gonna say wins. Um, 
This, I mean, Rams, I'm going to say this is what happens. So I'm going to say it's in the fourth quarter. I'm going to say that the, it's the fourth quarter, it is um, 28 to 21. Um, 28 to, no, 21, 21. Um, I'm going to say that the, uh, that the Rams will, I'm going to say that they, McVay calls to go for two. I know that, uh, this is crazy, but I, (laughs) um, McVay calls to go for two and he wins and they miss it. So I'm going to say the Rams Win, the Rams will win 26 to 21. Rams win 26 to 21. Because they missed the two point conversion that they did attempt to try to ice this game even more to make it a seven point game, which would be smart because then it would only be a touch. Um, so I. So the next game, the Sunday night games, that's it for the Saturday games. The Chargers, Patriots right now. New England is favored by four. I'm going to take New England um, minus four in that game. Um, I'm going to say New England wins. Um, New England wins. New England wins 34-21. I'm, I'm, I just have a really good feeling about the Patriots. No Josh Gordon because, you know, um, no Josh Gordon. Edelman's back. If they utilize that run game, then they could definitely win this game. Brady's playoff Brady. We've all seen it before. Um, so I'm going to say that New England wins 34-21. Um, I'm going to say that um, it's a close game until the fourth quarter. I'm going to say New England. I'm going to I'm going to say that it's 21-21. On, and then in the fourth quarter, the... Um, the they get two field goals and a touchdown. Um, that would be third. They will score. Th- it'll be twenty-one, twenty-one. Then they score thirteen points, two field goals and a touchdown in the fourth to make it thirty-four to twenty-one. Um, New England wins that game. I really like that spread right now. It could it could change, but I think that they'll definitely cover it. Um, then the later game at 440, Eagle Saints right now. Saints are up by eight, eight and a half. I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles, and here's why. Everyone's saying, oh, the Saints are going to crush the Eagles. I'm one that's definitely against that. I'm going to say the, um, I'm going to say Philly wins this one. Um, I'm going to say Philly wins this one. 34-28. I'm going to say that Philly goes out there, surprises it, folds his folds. He does his magic, and I'm going to say that he throws, he throws all, he's going to throw all over the Saints defense. Their pass rushers aren't that good. Um, I know, and I think their defense are going to stop, defense is going to stop Kamara. And that's my upset of the week. So I have the, um, to recap, I so in the NFC Championship game, I have the Rams versus the Eagles. I ha- And then the AFC, I have the um, Chiefs versus the Patriots. Um, 
And um, and my picks for this week, I have Indianapolis plus five and a half. Casey wins it, 31-28. Um, Dallas plus seven. Rams win it, 26-21. New England minus four. New England wins it, 34-21. And Philly plus eight. Philly wins it, 34 to 20 Philly wins it 34 to 28. New England wins 34-21. I'm sorry. I might have I think I said 28. So those are my picks for the week. We are moving on to the NHL. NHL for today. Today's games, today's games, today's games. Scores. Let's check scores for today. Um Today. Can we do today? Let me see. If I can. Um, for the NHL, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to make up my own spreads in this game and pick... Um, so for this game, I'm gonna, like, how many goals I think whatever team's gonna win by, or however many teams, I'm gonna say however many, um, like, what, you know, but for tomorrow's games, meaning, um, today's the 10th, so we're gonna pick, yep, we're gonna pick the final for today's games, and we're gonna pick, um, and then tomorrow, we look ahead to... So this is pick. This is pick'em. Pick'em. It's called the. This is a new segment. Um, it's called. Um. It is called the Insider Sports. Pick'em. Insider Sports. Pick'em. So where we where I will go into detail and pick the games. So here we got we the first game of the day right now. Um, the Capitals, fifty six points on the year, twenty six twelve and four um, at away against the Bruins one nothing for in the first. Um, I'm gonna say that uh, I think that the um, I'm gonna take. I'm going to say the Bruins are... Let me see, actually. What was the original on this game? Fuck, man. Let me see if they have it still. Um, No, pause it. Do they originally have the plus whatever? Do they have, like, the plus... Anyway, so I'm going to say that um, Boston, let's just say, I think that in this game it would be Washington favored by th- by three. So I'm going to take Washington. Um, I'm going to take Washington by minus three. Um... Mm, 
I'm going to take Washington, minus three. Um, I like they. I like how they've, they've been playing well lately. Um, I think Holtby's been playing well um, for them. And uh, I think that they um, will hold on to this lead throughout the rest of the game. Um, uh, so I, I, that's me taking the Caps. Um, taking the Caps minus three. Next game we have here we have uh, we have um, Toronto and New Jersey. Toronto leads to nothing, and I'm guessing this game was a minus uh, minus 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 three. I'm gonna say Toronto minus three minus no minus three and a half. I'll give it to them. Oh, and they just scored. John Tavares just scored a goal. Um, so I'm going to say that it is... Um, this is in the end, right about the end of the first period. Um, minus three and a half. And I'm... Minus three and a half. And I'm actually going to take the Devils plus three and a half. Um, I... This can't... This streak can't... This streak... This can't go on forever. Um... I think that the Devils will come out in the second period, score two goals, and I think it will, I'm take so that's I'm taking the Devils plus three and a half. These are not real spreads. Remember that, not real spreads for the future games. I will look at the spreads, but that why I'm doing this is because I missed the spreads already. We are about um, forty two minutes in, guys. Um, the longest podcast ever. I think we we might be going for an hour here. Um, Because we still got a lot to talk about. Uh, I think this one might be going for an hour, guys. We are at 42 minutes. Um, So we have the Devils plus three and a half. The next game, Islanders and Rangers. Right now, the score is two to one. Um, I am a Ranger fan, by the way. If you guys don't know that. Um, Homelunquist and Leonard in goals for their respective teams. Um... I'm going to say the, uh, the Isles were favored. Um, the Islanders were favored in this game. Um, we're going to say minus... We're going to say minus, minus two. And I'm going to take that minus two. I'm going to take the Islanders. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm picking against my team today. Um, in this Insider Report podcast, uh, Insider Sports, pick them. Um, gotta take the, um, uh, they gotta take the, um, not the underdogs here. The Rangers are just, they, they, they're in a rebuilding season, you know, and in a rebuilding season, the point is not to tank and lose games because I don't believe in tanking, but they're obviously looking good at losing right now. They don't have they they're rebuilding. They got a lot of young guys that look good, including um, Nieves, Buchnevich looks good, Shea looks good, um, Sh- Philip Heidel looks good, Ryan Strom looks pretty good. Um, for for the Islanders, you could also say that by Jordan Eberle and Barzell, who scored and so did Strom. It's two one Islanders right now, so I'm taking the Islanders minus two in this game. 
Um, and we will also we will go back and check on these games towards the end. Um, right now, I'm going to go through this fastly. So, end of first period, Washington leads one nothing. Once again, we have Washington the minus three on that game. Um, end of first, Toronto league bet one of the league's best. Toronto leads um, leads New Jersey three nothing. End of the first, I'm taking the Devils plus three and a half in that game. The next game is Dallas and Philly. End of the first, zero zero. Um, I'm going to say that. Uh, Did we do the lightning game? No, we did not. Um, so let's go through that. We have the Islanders, Rangers, Hurricanes, Lightning. I could just check in. Who cares? Um, Islanders, Rangers. Or Islanders lead 2-1. Um, Hurricane, Lightning. Li- Hurricane and Lightning. Um, Hurricanes. Let's see. Check on the Hurricanes. I want to see. I want to do. They won the other day against the Islanders. A nice away win, four to three. Um, Hurricanes. They won, so they're winners of their last two on the away. So they're pretty good away, to be honest. Um, and then let me see here. The and then the hurricane. So they're winners of their last. Let me see. Let's keep going. They winners of their last four. Four the hurricanes are uh, winners of their last four. Um, let me see if it's more than that. Five, that's five. Um, I believe that's five. Let me go back to the old year. So they've started off the new year pretty well, the Hurricanes. Um, yep, so they're winners of their last five ever since that 2 nothing loss to the Devils. That was on the 29th. Um, so I'm going to give that... I'm going to give that game... Today's the tenth. Yeah, I'm gonna give the that game. Um, Hurricanes. I'm gonna say um, Lightning are leading one nothing. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that that game is a um, because the Lightning's been pretty well. Um, so I'm gonna say the Hurricanes are plus two in this situation. So I'm gonna give Carolina plus two there. Capitals and Bruins, remember we took that. Maple Leafs, Devils took that game. Islanders, Rangers took that game. Stars and Flyers, um, end of the first, 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, the Stars would probably be favored in this game. Um, so I'm going to give the Stars plus... I'm going to give the Stars plus 4, and I'm taking 
Dallas plus four. Um, I'm going to take in Dallas minus four um, today. I know it's big. I know. And, oh, Dallas isn't even that good. They only have 50 points. But they but they have su- the Stars, in my opinion, have such a power- powerful team. Um, anyway, I think they have such a powerful team, I think. Um, with the uh, Kudobin is pretty has been pretty good. Um, Klingberg has been pretty good, you know. Um, and I think that they could beat the Flyers definitely, who I have been struggling as of this season. I think Jamie Ben with a team: Jamie Ben, Tyler Sagan, Spetsa, Shore, Radulov, Nikushin. Um, Yanmark, Hind. I think that their team is just full of some young guys and some old guys, and a bounce like that is gonna get you places in the f- in the near future. Whether it be this season or whether it be next season, who knows? But um, um, yeah. So I'm taking Dallas minus four in that game. Um, so let's go back to the other games. That we have. Okay, so we did Hurricanes, Lightning, um, Predators, Blue Jackets. Um, Preds would probably be favored by this one minus three, um, and I'm going. Pre- I'm gonna go the uh, Predators. This game minus two. Um, Nashville. I'm gonna take Nashville minus two. Um, Canadians Blues at eight o'clock. Um, that's game that starts in a little bit, I believe. Um, what's that thing? Shoot, 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 shoot. no, 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 not what I want to do. Um, Yep, so we got about 10 minutes left. Um, so for the last 10 minutes, all about, I don't know if I'm going to do that, 10 minutes. But this has been fun. Definitely been fun. Um, so we're going to go through the NHL, and then we're going to talk. And we're going to finish out with um, with some news and notes around the sports world today. Um, that usually will be around the, um, so we're going to do that. Um, for the, we're going to do that after we pick, so those, actually, you know what, so hockey, we're going to pick six every day. Um, so six picks today I got. So to recap the hockey picks, I have Washington minus three, Devils plus three and a half, um, the Islanders giving up two, Carolina giving, um, um, two, that, um, adding two against two, Dallas giving four, and Nashville giving four. Um, so those are my picks for the day. 
I will give you updates right before the end, but let's go over some news and some notes. So let's start off with, um, let's start off since we're on the topic of NHL, let's just talk about, um, let's just talk about um, the, um, so the reason it um, is Seattle, for NHL, Seattle is adding a team. So that's some big news for them. Seattle is adding it's uh, an expansion team next year. Um, I don't know about now. I think it is scheduled for the... Um, I think it's scheduled for soon, actually. But I'm not completely sure on that. Um, but... Um, but Seattle is definitely having a, um, so that's exciting. Um, so the question is, what what will teams, um, so they can, according to NHL.com, um, Seattle can begin NHL expansion to begin play in the 2021 season. Thank you. So that means that they will begin in in next year. Yeah, next year it'll be. So next year, but what will your teams want to... Now let's talk about definitely... Um, if you're the Islanders, you're definitely keeping Barzell. Are you keeping Grice? Um, I wouldn't. I would make... That would be one of the players maybe where I give to Seattle. Um, and maybe have them pick him. Because Grice can be, I think, could be a leader for a team that's kind of coming into the league and really got nothing to play for, at least for now. Well, you never know what Vegas, I don't think they'll do what Vegas did, but you never know. Um, so maybe a team that really, you know, is just starting up their franchise. And But I think they sh- the Islanders could get rid of Grice, um, but definitely not Barzell. Definitely, they'd be almost crazy to get rid of Barzell. Um, and for the Rangers, you want to see them keep Zook, Chidal, and maybe, maybe would you get rid of uh, Stahl? Maybe have them pick Stahl. I think he's done in the NHL. I don't like him as a Ranger fan. Um, and not liking him is a strong word. I shouldn't. I just don't think that he's much of a good player anymore. I think he was, but I don't think of. The, I don't think that anymore. He is a good player. Uh, blah blah blah. So anyway, so yep, Seattle is expected to do that. Um, the Blue Jackets are sitting. Um, Blue Jackets, I believe, are today. I think that is. Do they play? Are they on today? Um, let me go up. Blue Columbus, Columbus. Yes, they. Do. I don't think that he's playing against Nashville. Um, I think that is because they said on any on ESPN because of an internal matter. Um, let's read it. Um, for Thursday's game, internal matter, um, in, an unspecified incident. Um, and now you know, um, you know that's allowed for players. You're allowed if you have something per, you're allowed to get away with it. You you don't you shouldn't have to say. And as an owner or as a team, um, as a team, um, as a team official, as a coach, you got to respect it. If it's a personal matter or anything, 
then um, you say, okay, I I can offer to help in any way. I, we can we also here and the Columbus Blue Jackets offer to help in the way possible. And I'm sure that's what they're doing. Um, uh, general General Manager Jarno Kalanian said. There are certain expectations and values we have established for our players that define our culture. He said Thursday an incident occurred when which Sergey failed to meet those um in which Sergey failed to meet those expectations. Um so maybe in that case it's not a personal matter. Um Maybe, um, ex- since it talks about expectations and values, so maybe something happened in the locker room with the player. Um, they, they didn't, re- um, I'm not sure really. Let me see if they said anything else. Um, this an internal matter. Um, this was today at 1230, so they haven't, re- they, this is an internal matter. We have no further comment at this time. Um, John Tortorella declined to coach John Tortorella. That is the client on the matter. Bravosky, um, blah, 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 Anyway, um, he is in the final year of his contract um, and has declined to sign a long-term deal. So maybe that. So let's look. take a look for the end of it. Let's take a look at the 2019 free agents for the remaining time that we have. Let's go through catchers. Um the Grandal is thirty six years old. Thirty years old. He agreed to a deal that would send him to Milwaukee. Um, just today, that was announced. Wilson Ramos signed a two um, year deal with the Mets on twelve seventeen. Kurt Suzuki is with Washington. He signed that deal on November twentieth. Robinson Chernos signed a deal with the Houston December sixth. Martin Maladano. Nick Hundley, Matt Wieters, AJ Ellis, Devin Mazzarocco, all of those guys I think are, I don't think are, um, I really think um, those guys having Maladano's 32, Hundley's 35, Wieters is, um, Wieters is 33, Ellis 38, Mazzarocco 31, so out of the all, the ones that interest me is Maladano and Mezzarocco. So teams that need a catcher, those would be the ones that are I'm eyeing on right now out of the ones that I just stated. Um, Luke Roy he signed a deal with the Angels on December 29th. Um, Oakland, Chris Herman signed a one-year deal with Oakland. Brian McCann signed and re-signed with Atlanta, 11-26. Went back to Atlanta, excuse me. Um, Rene Rivera, I, I don't know if any team will have interest in him. Juan Grantrell, he has a .1 war, um, and he is 29 years old, but, uh, Caleb Joseph's an also name that I like, um, I think that teams should want to go after him, well, not any New York teams, because obviously they got, well, maybe, well, maybe will they go, the question is, will the Mets go after another guy, since they already have Ramos, and they got rid of Ploiecki, so maybe Darno, they're fine with Darno as their backup, um, but maybe they go after Caleb Joseph and get, give a deal, um, Jared Saltalamakia, uh, he's 34 years old. Chris Stewart, 37. Jose Lobaton, he signed an MLB deal with Seattle December 10th. Drew Butera is 35. Um, 
And that is all the time we have. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time.